Welcome to Waking Oz with Sue and Deirdre, a podcast by moms and for moms who want to step out from behind their kids, reclaim themselves, and create their most kick-ass life. That's right, Deirdre, in today's episode on having adventures or how not to be boring. We're (laughs) We're not saying you're boring, but if you can't remember the last time you did anything that you would categorize as an adventure, you might be a little boring. And listen, we know there's a pandemic out there, so adventures may be a little bit harder to come by these days, but they are doable. You may have to get a little more creative and imaginative, like borrowing a friend's RV and driving to Maryland, but (laughs) we'll get to that later. Hmm. (laughs) So what are you doing to challenge yourself, to challenge your marriage, your job status? Adventure doesn't necessarily mean a travel adventure like Deirdre just had. She's going to tell us all about that, but that's just like one example, but there are so many adventures. The word adventure simply means you're veering from the status quo, right? You're not doing the norm. You're doing something unusual, something different, something out of the ordinary. Yeah. So the takeaway from absolutely every adventure is that you learn something about yourself, about your partner, your limits, your strength, and even your resourcefulness. You learn something and you stretch yourself. That's right. In even simpler terms, I think we would just call it growth. You're growing if you're stretching yourself. So a favorite quote of mine that I found the other day, Deirdre, and you'll appreciate this. It's by a screenwriter named Eric Roth. I didn't know who he was, but I guess he was involved in the movie Forrest Gump and all of these big, huge blockbuster movies. But he wrote this. He said, I hope you see things that startle you. I hope you feel things you never felt before. I hope you meet people with a different point of view. I hope you live a life you're proud of. If you find that you're not, here's the key. I hope you have the strength to start all over again. Oh, that is so great. Isn't that um, so cool? Like think, that captured it for me. I was like, yes, that's adventure. Right. And every day is another opportunity for an adventure. And I think big or small, you know, we, we talked about this in another episode. Um, an adventure can be making a new dish using th- something you've never cooked with before. I will say that is not an adventure I have <laughs> tried. Yeah, but, it's not um, really on our people, list, but yeah. You know, they would find that exciting. Um, taking guitar lessons, starting to write notes for that memoir you've always wanted to publish, go back to church. Um, we've been doing virtual church. We call yeah. it church on the couch. Yeah, that works. It's actually, you know, church with a cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, join a book group, learn to wallpaper your bathroom. It, it doesn't matter as long as it's something that you'll actually enjoy. Yeah. And that's the funny thing about it. Like, I think there are so many things that we enjoy through the years and then we end it up sort of abandoning them, just leaving them by the curbside because like regular life gets in the way. And I think the problem is that we end up replacing when I say regular life, it's usually like the stuff that's not so fun. Like a lot of it's the obligatory stuff. And yeah, some of it has to get done, but some of it um, is either not obligatory. It's just sort of a self-imposed thing or it can actually wait. Right. So, so, you know, first I think you have to decide what you can put aside in order to create space for adventure. So, you know, ask yourself, can you delegate some of the tasks to all the people now living in your home because of COVID? Right. Uh, Can you dump something that's draining you? Can you just say, you know what, this is not the time for me to serve on this committee, you know? Right, yeah. Um, And can you afford to hire out somebody for house cleaning, meal prep, 
you know, something that will give you more time for adventure. Yeah. And I think we all could do that. We could all use a little bit of a purge, you know, getting rid of some of the stuff that we think we need to do or the stuff that we think we ought to be doing or the stuff that we just do because we feel obligated, even though like it feels like it's sucking the soul right out of us. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that once you have cleared the space, um, you have to say to yourself, all right, now, what is it that I'm going to make room for? What am I going to do? And Deirdre, you have such a great example. You just embarked on an adventure, literally an adventure, a travel adventure. So talk a little bit about that just to give people an example. And again, this is one example. It doesn't have to be travel, but this is a pretty cool story. Well, my husband and I decided to go into an RV and drive to Maryland and then to Virginia. And we live in Massachusetts. So you know, it was, it was quite a drive, but it's always been a dream of ours. And, you know, now I have a different kind of flexibility job wise. So we made the decision and last week we hit the road. That is amazing. So talk a little bit about what inspired you to actually take the leap. Well, honestly, you know, we had really different plans for this fall. Didn't Um, we all? Yes. Um, You know, I think I jinxed myself a little bit because I kept saying, this is the first year that we're not paying college tuition. It's so great. We're going to have this freedom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, thank God I'm married to the man that I'm married to because I said to him, you know, we were going to buy a car. And he looked at me and he said, we have nowhere to drive. (laughs) Nobody wants us. Take a trip. And he said, no country will take us. Yeah. And then I said, you know, we're going to fix our kitchen floor. Our kitchen floor has a big crack in it. And he said, well, we have no visitors to our house. So, you know, sort of the best laid plans of the fall uh, were all put on hold. And so we decided to revisit something that we'd always wanted to do, which was to drive an RV. When our kids were little, we used to go with my dad to the Freiburg (laughs) Fair. And my kids would spend hours just going in and out of the RVs and dreaming about driving an RV and going on a trip in an RV. You know, I will say that getting ready, we decided to watch the movie RV. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that yet with Robin Williams. I have, yes. After I saw it, I was a little bit nervous. I know. Is Jennifer Aniston the wife in that? No. Oh, I forget her name. She is hilarious. The wife in RV is hilarious. Um, Luckily, we didn't have any of the experiences that they had in RV. It was was pretty smooth sailing. Awesome. So what kinds of things did you do? And like, talk a little bit about what you maybe learned about places that you visited or about um, yourself (laughs) or John, your, your husband? Yeah. So, I mean, what I learned about my husband, which is no surprise, is he has the patience of a saint. Well, we know that. Yeah. He he basically drove the whole way. So I, when we decided to embark on this adventure, I said, I'm not adventurous enough to drive the RV because I have pretty much zero depth perception. Um, And we were borrowing an RV from some very generous friends of ours. And, you know, I didn't want to be the one to crash it. So, um, (laughs) So he decided to drive. So, you know, what was great about that is I really could just be working in the RV while we were driving. You know, I was able to have sort of a pretty typical work day with, you know, some bumps along the way. Um, Literally some bumps. (laughs) Literally some bumps. Like I was having a meeting with a student, with my wonderful student, Tony Ann, and my head, we were on Zoom and my head was like bouncing up and down on the screen. (laughs) Stop it. I said to her, you know, I can call you or, and she said, no, no, this is fun. 
<laughs> they probably thought you had like a fake background too. Like you're this like, oh yeah, like you're in a moving RV and you're like, no, really, I'm in a moving RV. <laughs> no, literally I had office hours in the RV. I oh taught my God. classes in the RV. I corrected exams in the RV. That's crazy. Um, but, but that wouldn't have been possible without my husband who was sort of driving us along the road of life, which was, which was great. Um, you know, initially we planned to, um, take the trip to see my mother-in-law who lives in Maryland. And, you know, I think part of it is that I think for all of us, COVID has taught us that life is short. Yes. And, um, you know, we hadn't seen my mother-in-law in over a year. And so we decided to go visit her in Maryland. And then we were like, you know what, we're going to be in that area. Um, and both of us were very close to a college professor of mine who was also a mentor to both of us. And he lived like four hours sort of south in Virginia. So we decided to go visit him for a day. And then we visited John's brother and sister-in-law. Wow. And then we sort of thought, well, our trip's over, but we were driving through New Jersey and we had two sets of friends, one that we had actually not seen in 30 years. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So crazy. So we, we messaged her and said, we're literally driving through your town. We don't know how you feel about an outdoor visit. You know, we'll wear masks. We'll be safe. And, um, we, we got to her house. She and her wife like had this amazing Italian dinner waiting for us. Cut it and out. We got there at eight o'clock and I looked at John, you know, after we'd had dinner and dessert visited and I said, you know, we probably should hit the road, honey. It's getting late. We got in the van and it was one o'clock in the morning. Wow. And it was like this friendship. Isn't it we weird just, how some was, friends like you can go 30 years and then it's like no time has passed and you're so comfortable. And that is that is special. That, those relationships. So are, amazing. And yeah. then we visited another friend, Carla, who had breakfast for us in her backyard. And finally, our last trip was stopping in Connecticut and seeing our son, Colin, and his boyfriend in this beautiful park and having lunch. So we sort of. John just kept saying, we're on RV time, yeah. <laughs> you know, which really meant like we can sort of go wherever, do whatever. I mean, the great thing about an RV is you have a place to sleep and a place to eat. So we really could make decisions day to day about where we wanted to go, which, which was great. That's so cool. Like it feels like it gave you a new kind of freedom and a new way to look at the world, like from this different perspective, which is so cool. And I think, you know, for me, what I've been missing so much during COVID is connecting with people. I'm such a people person. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what I do all day long is over Zoom, which, you know, just is not the same yep. as being in a space with people. And no, you know, it's not at all the same. It just isn't. I don't care what. So anyone I says. had this amazing sort of opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a lot warmer in Virginia. Mm -hmm. So I had this amazing opportunity to just sit with family and friends who I hadn't seen in a really long time and actually be with them, connecting with them. You know, it's just really good for my soul. To, and you did it in a safe environment, you know, and I think that's really cool. You were able to take advantage of um, having an RV and having an outdoor environment. And so even in the pandemic, that's what we talk about, about being resourceful. You have to like work your way around some of these things, but it's still doable. You can still have an adventure, but you just have to do it 
you have to think kind of outside the outside box. Outside the box. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. So what was and, your takeaway? And would, you? would you do oh. it again before you get to me? Would you do it again? Yeah, we would definitely do it again. I, I mean, John said that he would have preferred to drive, you know, four hours and then spend a couple of days somewhere. Yeah. And drive four hours. We definitely did. There was one day that I think we were driving for eight or nine hours. That's a um, lot. To just get everybody in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was great. I mean, I feel like you're really sort of off the grid, you know, yeah. and things that we didn't know about. I don't know if you know this, but you know, you can just park your RV in a cracker barrel parking lot. What do you mean? Like overnight? Oh yeah. Like it's a thing. I didn't know it was a Wait, thing. Wait, what? I didn't know that either. Yes. Oh, you do have to call ahead of time because a few cracker barrels don't do this, but there are a lot of businesses that will allow you to park in their parking lot for free. And they actually have RV spots in their parking lot. And I almost didn't believe it. And then we pulled in one night and there are all these RVs all parked there. Wow. I had no idea. And then it's sort of on the honor system that the next morning that, you know, you'll, you'll get up and order something, you know, we got coffee and breakfast take out from there, but, um, well, that's exactly right. It's for them. It's great because you've got customers, you know, in your parking lot that are going to get hungry. You have people that are going to be there for 12, 15, 18 hours, whatever. They're going to get hungry. So they're going to, But know. if you ever said to me, you know, I know. You, you go stand a Cracker Barrel parking lot. You're like, what the hell is that? And no, I who knew? This is what I have to say. And um, my friend Kelly, who, you know, we borrowed the RV from, she said this, you, you do in today's world have to let go of a lot of control. Because you don't know if a park that you go to is going to be open. You don't know if you'll be able to access, you know, services. So a little of it was just sort of going on a wing and a prayer. Like we had, we had a general idea of what our plan was. Yeah. Um, but it, but it wasn't fully formed and we had to be sort of flexible as we went along. See, but that's it, the, I love that the best. I love having just, I mean, yes, you have an idea of where, you know, you're not going to get in blind, but I love that you have wiggle room to just kind of go with the flow. And I think for me, you know, the biggest takeaway was just don't wait. Yeah. You know, don't wait to do something if you can figure out a way to do it. Yeah. You know, we, we've been talking about this, about going to see my mother-in-law, going to see our friend Jim for like six months. And finally I said, it's going to get colder. It's going to get harder to travel. You know, let's, let's just do it. You're never going to regret that you took the leap and did it. Yeah. Oh my God. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's such an amazing story. I love it. So what about you, Sue? Do you have any adventures planned or anything you're sort of thinking about to break up the monotony? Yeah, Yeah, you know, it's funny. I have two things and I'll share them quickly because they're very different. One is more of a short term goal. Um, and that is to fly in a small passenger plane. So my co-host on magic, um, is a pilot. And he is awesome. And he's been trying to get me up in his plane for years. And he's taken both my girls up. And um, they are like, Mom, it is awesome. Not just because I want to like overcome the fear. I've always been afraid to go. And I want to, we talk about it all the time. And I'm like, put your money where your mouth is, girlfriend. You you talk about on your podcast how you have to do things that scare you a little bit in order to grow. So not only for that, but I guess when you're up there, you know, what people tell me is you see 
it gives you a whole new perspective. I mean, you're seeing the world from 10,000 feet up or whatever, and it's amazing. You know, it opens your eyes to the beauty of the landscape and the area and how small you are as a human and how vast the world is. And it sounds all sort of cliche and tongue in cheek, but both my girls are like, no, it's just like, oh, no, I awesome. would do that tomorrow. You would. So, oh my so he's been trying to get me up and I'm sort of afraid of heights and a little bit of afraid of flying. I mean, I fly commercially, but it's just something that's definitely going to test my limits because it's not immediately in my comfort zone, but I'm going to do it. And so that's my short-term adventure because he's going to get me up in the air in the next couple of weeks. Um, and I have committed to it out loud and on the air. Um, so I'm doing it. And we talk about saying it out loud. And that was just in our last episode. I've said it out loud to him and I've said it out loud to about a million listeners on magic. So, um, I'm in. <laughs> so I just want to know, is somebody videotaping this? Cause if not, I volunteer. <laughs> I know, please do. Cause I do not have a volunteer, um, to videotape, but I will need one and I will let you know when we're going to do it, but that's going to be short term, like before the weather turns really cold. So that's my short term adventure. And then long term term. The other thing I'm going to do is I realized the other day, um, a friend of mine walked into my house and she's like, Oh, your house is so cozy and inviting blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I wish you could come to my house and help me decorate my house. And I realized that one of the things I take a lot of pride in is the, is decorating. I mean, maybe I should have been an interior designer in another life. I don't know, but, um, I love, like, there's nothing that gives me more joy than like going to either a consignment shop or an antique shop, or even sometimes it's just home goods or whatever, but to find one little thing, if it could be a new lampshade, it could be a new curtain it could be you know just something small it's not usually anything pricey but to have things in my home that I enjoy and that reflect sort of our lifestyle and who we are so I decided that over the winter because the winter months are so drab I'm going to um, get one piece one piece new piece for each room and it doesn't, it could be knickknacky or it could be, like I said, a lamp or a throw or whatever, or maybe even something that I design myself or make myself, but I'm not that crafty as you know. Um, but one thing for each room that reflects something about our family, our, you know, lifestyle or whatever. Um, it that may even so be great. I know it may even be like, I have a box of old artwork from my girls. It may even be that I take a piece of artwork from each one of them from when they were little and just frame it and put that in a room, um, stuff like that. So I'm going to do that and take each room one by one. And I think that's, it'll make me happy and spruce up the house, but it'll also, you know, it's something, um, to look forward to in the next few months to get through the winter. So, and I think something like that, you know, is very measurable yeah. and also very achievable, right? Yeah. So it's not, I'm going to completely redecorate my whole house. Nope. But no. But <laughs> I'm going to find something special for each room. Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, when, when you're considering an adventure, I think all of us, whether we have kids or no kids, whether we have plenty of disposable income or we're on a tight budget, we can all find a way to create an adventure. Yep. And, and I think they don't have to cost a lot. They don't even have to take up a lot of time. You know, when you think about what you're going to do, the best advice is to do things that are within your power to make it happen. So, yeah. you know, choosing an adventure that you actually know 
you can follow through with. Yeah. And maybe even, you know, taking a page from my book, doing something that's short term and something that's a little longer term, but you want to definitely have something that you can, um, that, you know, you don't want to plan something that's going to happen in 10 years because you're going to lose steam going for something like that. You need to have adventures that you can realize quicker than that. So I think right. that that's um, something that we want to challenge everybody out there to do. All the listeners out there, we are going to challenge you to choose your own adventure, to force yourself out of a rut. Not only, you know, do we have, at least on the East Coast here, a lot of cold winter months coming, but we've got quarantine, we've got pandemic, and we've got uncertain times. And so, like, look, let's stop the boredom. Let's create an adventure because you can do it. Yeah, we're all living in these crazy times, but, you know, for many of us, this allows you a different kind of flexibility. So we're asking you to let us know how you are embarking on a new adventure. No matter how big or how small it is, we would love to hear from you. Yeah, tell us what you're doing, because honestly, when you share ideas, I think it's awesome because most of us can can steal each other's ideas. You know, we can have similar adventures. We can create our own adventures, but it's all about sharing. And I love that. And of course we love being with everybody. We're hoping someday, right, Deirdre, someday you and I will be in the same room. Someday we'll have an event where we can have people who are subscribers to our podcast come and we can meet them, talk to them, but we're definitely, Oh my God, I can't wait. We talked for so long about, Right before COVID hit, remember? Remember our hopes and dreams, Deirdre? Do you remember? It's going to happen. The adventure might uh, be a year or two late. I know. We are going to have the adventure of the red shoes. We're going to. We're going to have everybody come in there. I don't care what kind of red shoes they are. They can be slippers, boots, heels, whatever. But we're going to have an adventure and we're going to be together. We're going to be able to talk and hug and take photos and do all the things that we miss so, so much. But in the meantime, we are thinking about you guys all out there. we hope you're all, you know, managing through all of this and squeezing some good out of it. And we ask you, if you like this podcast, please help us by spreading the word and asking your friends to subscribe at Waking Oz. You can also find us on social media at Waking Oz. We'll have a brand new episode each Thursday. We sure will. Stay well, everyone, and be safe. 